Hour of Devastation is a fan-supported, listener-supported podcast, supported by people just like you. If you like what you hear and want to show your support, head over to patreon.com slash hour of devastation, a pledge to start from as little as $1. Thanks. Welcome to Hour of Devastation, a weekly Magic the Gathering podcast where we talk all things Magic the Gathering. I'm your host, Joe Loudon, and with me as always is Sam Neil. Hiya. How are you doing this week, Sam? Oh, let's not go into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. But, um, yeah, the state of the world isn't getting any better, is it? No, it's a terrifying time to be a human being. Um, so we're not going to really discuss it in full. Um, stay in your goddamn house. Wash your goddamn hands. Yeah. I haven't been outside since last Tuesday, so um, <laughs> I'm... Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it's like to live in society anymore. <laughs> it's, really, it's really unfortunate, because obviously I'm still working at the minute, um, and being outside, and it's really nice out at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it looks really nice, nice outdoors. I've looked out yeah. of the windows. Uh, you looked out of the windows? I yeah, have looked out of the windows, yeah. <laughs> it's just nice and sunny, but still kind of cool. Yeah. Um, there's a nice breeze every now and again. Um, but yeah, the less said about it, the better. Uh, same as last week, stay in your goddamn house. Let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so obviously with the with the world going on the way it is, I, I figured that this week maybe we can we can do something a bit different. So we're gonna bring you a guide of how to interact with magic during a, a global pandemic where we're all on lockdown. Yeah, I mean I've personally managed to do it quite well. Yeah, how, how was your your week in magic this week since we last spoke? I've been playing a lot of arena. Yeah, I've uh, been playing Sultai mid range. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just a Nissa deck, basically. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, and there's a build that I found that's... It's but like you're, all you're doing is trying to cast a Nissa, basically. <laughs> and then make massive hydroid crises. It's like and, 90% of standard currently. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, and then uh, cast Casualties of War. Yeah. Which either means you immediately win the game, or your opponent casts a Time Walk. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of the time it does not matter. Um, but yeah, that's been fun. I've been grinding that still sitting in gold um and then i made enough coins to do a theorist beyond death draft nice and, um then just train wrecked a draft and pissed away five thousand gold so <laughs> that was cool i enjoyed that very much i don't know theorist beyond death it seems like a really really cool format but mm-hmm. my only experience of it if it is still just on arena i haven't played it in paper at all I really I think, want to, but I haven't, and that's never going to happen now. Nope. But I've drafted some ridiculous decks on, on Arena, and I've had a lot of fun with the format, but I just don't know how reflective of like an actual in-person draft it is. The bots seem to really, really undervalue blue-white cards. Yeah. I think like 90% of my drafts have been blue-white, and I've been like, uh, never a dream trawler, but I've been past, um, what's the blue-white curiosity... Staggering insight. Yes, yeah, that seems like a, like a card you probably shouldn't shouldn't pass. Yeah, I've been past it so often, and then you get past Heliod's Pilgrims and all sorts of nonsense, and like the white removal spells always go much later. Whereas Maya's Grasp, I, I I can't remember the last time I was past a Maya's Grasp or anything like that. Yeah, they just I don't know I don't, I don't know they don't make seem to make any sense at all. No, because like I keep getting past Heliod's punishments and dreadful apathies, and even the occasional Banishing Light. And I'm like, well, I have to be in 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 white, and then the green cards kind of dry up um there's no good reasons to be in black outside of like a gray merchant yeah and if you've got all these white cards then your gray merchant gets worse and then you just end up in blue white <laughs> every, every time 
Yeah, so I did, well, I've done two drafts of it today, but my second draft, I drafted a, a red-green aggro deck. Uh, I got pack three, pick three, a Storm's Wrath, and that doesn't seem right. Yeah, that does not seem right. No. At all. <laughs> <laughs> that, that seems very wrong. Yeah, like, I could understand it, pick two maybe, but like, yeah, pick three did not seem correct. No, that, that seems like something's definitely balked in some yeah. kind of way. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, like I said, I, I, I don't know how reflective of like an actual in-person draft it would be. But I've certainly have a lot of fun with the format. I did get yeah. to do my favourite thing of pack one, pick one, a Thassa's Oracle this morning as well. That was good fun. That seems to be your only opinion on Theros Beyond Deathraft, is first picking a Thassa's Oracle is quite good. If, yeah, if, if it's possible, play a Thassa's Oracle deck, definitely. Wait, your other opinion is definitely play 47 cards for some reason. Yeah. And then don't increase the number of lands you're playing. <laughs> this is definitely incorrect. <laughs> Well, a 47 it, card 17 land deck is definitely not right. Hey, I mean, it, it was a 45 card 17 land deck. Oh, that's better by <laughs> magnitude of basically zero. <laughs> 45 card 17 land self mill deck. Yeah. Yeah, seems great. It, it was a lot of fun. It, I don't know. It definitely wasn't great, but it was a lot of fun. And that's what's most important in these trying times, I think. It definitely, definitely is. I did actually manage to play some paper magic. Hmm. How did that go? Yeah, so me and a couple of friends uh, decided to set up a Skype chat. Nice. And, you know, place our cameras precariously (laughs) above our desks. And we, for about uh, just over three hours, played four games of Commander. Oh, that's cool. It was really good. It worked really well. Um, We didn't do anything particularly taxing. Like, there weren't any, like, you know, reanimating other people's cards or, like, searching other people's libraries or anything like that. But it, it worked really well. Everything seemed fairly clear, even though one of the people's webcams was basically a potato uh, and everything looked terrible. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it was it, it worked very well. Um, and we had a lot of fun. And like I said, play, played four games over three hours and had a great time. And I, I imagine that's something we'll also touch upon later in the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, I guess as I've been stuck inside for the past almost week now i've ended up playing a lot of magic because i meant to be like working from home but haven't given me remote access to anything apart from like uh like my email address and then uh like the the webex meetings like license as well so i I can have meetings and that's like literally it so i've had a lot of free time so i've been playing a lot of arena and i've i've finally given in given in to paying money for arena nope not, oh, not, not quite that far yet. <laughs> the time will come. But currently, um, I decided, you know, I've got all this time in my hands. Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's get to Mythic. We're going to do it this month. So I've been playing Mono Red and Best of One. And, yeah. I mean, I like how the thing that finally made you try and actually grind to Mythic is the fact that the only thing you have to do is feed yourself and bathe yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two distractions you could possibly have. Yeah, it only took, you know, the literal end of the world, right? Yeah. At least you can... You know, the world will implode um, just as you hit Mythics. That'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll be rewarded with something that will inevitably never happen and be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said we weren't going to talk about it unless I'm going to make a callous joke. That's the one exception I'll make. So, yeah, I'm playing Mono Red and Best of One, and it's exactly how you can imagine. So, I've been using that untapped.gg as well to sort of track my my record of how, of how I'm doing. That program is very useful. It is. I think it's fantastic. One of the best one of the best tools that I've, I've used for any game, I think. Big, big fan of it. Uh, but yeah, currently my my win rate is uh, 60% with Mono Red. Uh, that is 90% on the play and 20% on the draw. 
20% on the draw. Yeah, but 90% <laughs> on the play. You yeah, just that win is... 9 out of 10 games on, like, on the play. That has been my experience of playing against Mono Red. I mean, my experience against Mono Red is basically I lose 95% of the time. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't um, got the plug-in to actually keep track of it properly, but uh, every time they play a Scorch Spirit on turn one, I just lose. Yeah. Uh, especially if they're on the play. Yeah, like I said, it, the, the deck obviously isn't as difficult to pilot as some of the decks. Like, there are far less, like, decisions that matter. Like, you just want to you just want to play one drops and swing. Uh, and I think the vast majority of games that I've been playing with it just go exactly the same way. And I, I can totally imagine that everybody else that is playing Mono Red, their graphs will look pretty much the same as well. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the vast majority of people have a exceedingly high on-play percent win rate yeah it the, like a magic format hasn't felt this much like a coin toss in quite a while especially not standard at yeah, least definitely uh, not. to be fair i guess modern is a coin toss all the time yeah true <laughs> but uh yeah sta- standard hasn't felt this sort of swingy in a matchup in, in quite some time yeah it feels a lot more like playing modern modern than it has in it has playing standard for like years to be honest i keep i keep dying on turn four <laughs> like i feel like yeah. that shouldn't happen in standard yeah <laughs> Yeah, I keep winning on turn four. Like it's, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not a fan of it. Um, I'm definitely at the point where I'm just playing it because I've set myself a goal and I want to achieve that goal rather than just enjoying it. But I don't know you got to keep yourself occupied, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think they're just going to tell me you actually have to switch strategies because there are some counters to mono red, and it depends what you're playing against, I guess. Yeah, but if you, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if you can just ride mono red all the way to mythic. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I started uh, yesterday morning. I was in gold four, and now this this evening I'm in platinum three, and nice. that's plus playing best of one as well. So obviously every win you get counts for one one on your track as opposed to two or three or whatever the the best of three one is. Yeah, but then you know you get to save brain energy and not having to sideboard or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh no, totally. You just feel like you just have to play a lot more. Yeah, you, you. I mean, yeah, I guess, but you play mono red, so the games can't last that long. No, they don't. Really I've played don't. some grindy matchups with the Saltai deck, and I've played games that lasted like forty minutes, um, especially against like the Teamer decks or like the Mirror. Not really against Blue Green Fash because they just murder you <laughs> <laughs> like very quickly. I think that's one of the decks making the most use out of uh, out of Nissa. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, I mainly have like a lot of temples and swamps in my deck, <laughs> which isn't great if you're trying to utilize Nissa to the fullest. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been I've been passing the time, so that's the end goal, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that time has passed. <laughs> that's all you can do, really, isn't it? Just just pass the time. Get that time it really passes the time. <laughs> cool. So, do we want to move on to maybe some other ways that you can? vaguely entertain yourself in the realm of yeah, magic totally I, I guess that's it we'll, we'll jump right into a bunch of different ways that you can keep yourself occupied and still interact with magic during this this time of complete social social isolation so i guess we'll we'll continue with arena for now so arena is obviously the the big one you have a, a couple of different ways to play on there as most people should be familiar with now but also with the inclusion of friends lists and also friends chat now that other thing uh it, it's so much easier to like interact with each other and sort of build your own events so obviously all of the game stores are closed now so if you still want to run your weekly fnms you totally can like if your your game store has like a, like a facebook page or a or a twitter page or whatever get them to shout out or maybe do it yourself say hey i'm organizing fnm let's meet on arena dump everybody's arena arena ids usernames 
I'm not sure what the uh, what the term is. One of those. Yeah, <laughs> one <laughs> of those. Think we, we know what that means. Dump them in the comments, get everybody added, and you can totally just run your run your own FNM from home. That sounds like a good idea. That's something you that can like, do. Yeah. Magic Arena have also posted up a few different event types themselves as well, so we're getting pretty much every, every day there's like a new a new event on there, whether, whether that's Brawl on Wednesdays or um, there's the Challenger deck, FNM, which is going to be free to enter, and you get to play... Uh, one of I think it's like four or five different pre-made decks and then so I think that's going to be this Friday and then next Friday there's an event where you can just play with any card in standard you don't have to use any of your, your wild cards or anything you can enter the event play as much as you want and it's free to enter yeah there's a lot of ways to play lots of different kinds of magic yeah it, it, I think it's, it's really cool just to see them you know step up a bit and, and give people give people reasons to reasons to smile in these trying times <laughs> it sounds so dramatic when I put it like that but like <laughs> yeah, I mean we could make it sound it is, more right? dramatic if you want yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah I mean they're also making uh, quite a bit of money I should imagine I mean not off you but probably oh, off everyone off me, else but yeah off a bunch of people I can imagine but these these special FNM events are all going to be free which which is a good thing at least yeah I mean you need to pass the time honestly <laughs> it's one of the things you need to do so it's, it's nice to see them do that and then I mean that will probably will lead to people actually spending some money on Arena and giving money to Watsi, which also isn't a bad thing yeah agreed so as, as well as Magic Arena I guess the other traditional digital way of playing Magic is Magic Online uh, which is far superior in every way yeah I, I think so <laughs> <laughs> I love Magic Online for all its flaws it just does everything like when it works it's perfect I mean <sighs> Magic Online is basically just a spreadsheet with a games engine, yeah, like a rules engine essentially. But I mean, I mean, I said I've said this as a, like critique of Arena for a while. Like, I don't need to be entertained while I'm entertaining myself. Yeah, I really wish I hadn't used the phrase entertaining myself. <laughs> but uh, if I'm playing Magic, I'm I'm, I'm being entertained, and I, I don't need all these frills and nonsense and pets and animations and all and you know game sounds and stuff. Uh, I, it's it Magic Online functions perfectly if you want to play magic because magic is entertaining enough i mean like there's nothing inherently entertaining about putting a piece of cardboard on the table and turning it sideways and saying a word to your opponent yeah <laughs> um <laughs> but but we, we we find joy in that so i i always prefer magic online even if it's very shoddy some of the time um but yeah i mean it, it is difficult to play magic online as cheaply i guess as arena yeah because you actually have to purchase the cards uh, and keep them and then hope that they retain value and still pay to enter events. But the uh, the rental services are very good. And, I mean, they're also not free. Um, and I imagine they're probably being stretched to their limits currently. Because <laughs> I imagine a lot of people will be, uh, will be using them at the moment. So maybe their stock is kind of limited. But you can rent pretty much anything you want for a price. And yeah, there are a lot definitely. of good options available. I, I think I think more than anything, we're going to see a massive resurgence in the, the Magic Online economy. And I think places like like Mana Traders and Card Hoarder are, are going to see a, see business pick up for them quite a lot, which I, I think is going to be great. Um, I think it is if if you if you enjoy playing with man, you know, engaging with Magic regularly, and you, you have a have a, a paper collection, and you really enjoy going to F and M's, I I would totally recommend using a using something like Mana Traders or or the Card Hoarder rental service at this time to to continue to play Magic on Magic Online. You're going to be able to play anything that you could have at your LGS, and you can get like a like a reasonable plan for like a reasonable price as well. If you look at like the 
um, I think it's like the, the second tier plan that's like it's about 30 quid a month but if you consider you're not going to be able to go to your store for like a month at least now and then you, you'll be able to, to use that to, to rent you know most decks that you, you could want to play in in you know standard pioneer modern and certainly some legacy decks as well and vintage decks even yeah definitely i mean if you want to play magic yeah i mean people are probably saving money currently or at least not having as many outgoings assuming this didn't work we're not going to talk about it <laughs> so you can play pretty much anything you want right like and especially currently uh, basically every format is firing around the clock yeah and there are events on and stuff like that and you can like if you pay to enter an event with ticks you can very easily earn those ticks back and use it to pay another event uh, which I guess leads on to the fact that Vintage Cube is still currently live. It is, yeah. So this is probably my favourite thing that Wizards of the Coast have done for everybody who is currently not having the best time in the world, is uh, is Vintage Cube. So they, they put up their Vintage Cube last week, and that is live up until the, the 1st of April currently. Which, I mean, I can imagine they might even extend it beyond that, or put up like a different cube, and... I, I just think for the foreseeable, there's probably always going to be like a cube up on Magic Online as long as people are having yeah. to stay in the house. I think they should, and I, I don't really want to say capitalize, but I think they should capitalize on this yeah. on this time because people like. I mean, if I currently had the expendable income, I would be spending a crap load of money on Vintage Cube, like I did last time, like over Christmas when it was last live, um, because it's just so much fun and you you can do so many ridiculous things and but also very very powerful things, and it's 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 very easy to kind of go infinite or yeah. optimal and pay is it 10 ticks for a vintage cube draft it is yeah 10 ticks or 100 play points yeah so it's very easy to earn that back and so you pay 10 ticks then you can earn at least 100 play points quite easily by going 2-1 is it 150 for 2-1 god I should I should have researched this briefly before we started recording so uh, yeah so you go 50 for going 1-2 uh, for 2-1 you get 100 ticks and then 3-0 you get 150 well play points not ticks sorry yeah so you can use so if you go to one that's a free draft i guess yeah it is yeah uh and then if you go three oh you can afford to go one two <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, yeah so y- you can very easily just chain drafts over and over again and the game's very very fun it can be different every time and you get to play with the most powerful cards in magic and it doesn't require any anything else like having a debt list or anything you just get to do the whole thing uh, i'm very aware i'm describing draft and <laughs> i imagine most people listening to this will know what draft it is uh but yeah it, it's it's certainly a thing i would recommend if you can to just do as much as you can and at least the next week um, and hopefully they'll put up some kind of cube. I think they were going to have modern cube, right? Yeah, I think so. So they just had pauper cube, and then I think they were going to put up. Um, it was it a modern cube, or was it like some sort of like remastered draft set? Onslaught yeah. Nemesis, something, something, an like old that. draft set, an yeah. old draft set remastered. I think was was what they were going to going to put up. And yeah, I think just Vintage Cube was just a, a much better call. It's always fun. I, unless unless you're somebody who plays Vintage, like when do you get to play with, with Black Lotus? When do you get to play with Power 9? Pretty much nowhere. Yeah, when do you get to play with Student of Warfare? Yeah. <laughs> exactly nowhere. <laughs> Not even in Vintage Cube. Yeah, no. <laughs> and if you are, just drop from the league and cut your losses, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so that that's... it's. I mean... If you're not acquainted with Magic Online, it can be quite difficult, especially considering th- there's no tutorial. There's no teach you how to use Magic Online. There's no uh, official official Wizards of the Coast tutorial on how to use it, but they have sponsored some streamers to, to do guides. So I know Gabby Sparks has a really good one. I think Kenji has one as well. Okay, sweet. I didn't know that. But yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to do it, like... 
I, I trust those people to to be able to provide the the information for you if you wanted to get started doing that. It's it's a it's a very certainly a serviceable way to be playing Magic when you can't literally you know play against other people with your paper cards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you just even if you just go to YouTube and type in how to Magic online, you can see like some fantastic content creators took it upon themselves to do to do guides. So you've got. Uh, Saffron Olives from two years ago, which was uh, getting started on Magic Online for $20. Uh, the professor at Tulare Community College did How to Start Playing on Magic the Gathering Online. Uh, Good Luck High Five did one. Yeah, loads of people have, have, have done have done one, but there was definitely definitely one or two that Wizards themselves have sponsored. I know Gabby definitely did one, which was really good. Uh, I'm, I'm certain Kenji did one as well, but I can't quite see it right now. Sure, yeah. If, you, if you're interested in, in using Magic Online... Um, then go check those out and and it's it's a great way to play magic honestly it it's like it, it's basically the same as just putting your cards on the table in front of another human being and not having a questing beast card sprout three heads and then roll at you and then the whole screen shaking and then a noise happening <laughs> yeah there's no rope there's a friends list and you can talk to people in game i think it simulates a game of actual magic far better than arena actually does Arena does feel like a separate game a lot of the time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah, the rope aspect of it isn't my favourite thing. I, I appreciate it's probably the best way to play an online game of Magic in terms of like the, the implementing timing, but it does feel kind of bad. Yeah, I mean, I still think Magic Online is just the best way to play an online game of Magic. You each, essentially, you should have like, have like a chess clock, priority works properly, the stack's there and visible, you can't miss triggers. I think it's... it's... But what if I want a horrible, disgusting dragon whelp? Like laughing at me every time I get attacked. I can't get that on Magic Online. <laughs> That's the feature I'm really looking no, for. That is true. <laughs> you can't get that on. You can't get that on Arena anymore that as anymore. well. They've changed that now. Currently, no. Currently, the only pet you can get on Arena is Puppet Jace. Well, I think you can get the Owl if you pay like money to get the bundle for. Right. Uh, for Theros Beyond Death, but that's the only way you can get that that pet now. So the only pet in the store currently is is the Puppet Jace. Does anyone want a Puppet Jace? I haven't seen a Puppet Jace yet. Uh, a non non zero amount of people because I've seen two. It's a strange two. way to spend your income, isn't it? Not buying loads of wild cards so you can play the decks that you want, or paying for loads of drafts. Just paying for a little guy that looks a bit like Jace to dance around on the screen. I mean, it takes all sorts. So <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, like you know, don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I always want to do that. I certainly wish there was a way to turn pets off. Almost exclusively my brand. Yeah, it's to tell people that they're enjoying their hobby wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you agree with me, you just won't say it on the podcast. No comment. <laughs> I know that the, nah. you disagree with how people enjoy their hobby. Don't try and, don't, don't remain silent. These are trying times, Joe, be honest. I mean, everybody, everybody can have fun, everybody can have fun in their own way. I, I just, I just think there are, there are definitely incorrect ways of doing things. There we go. And they're the and things And you're not going to be specific, so it's not to upset anyone. No, that can come next week in our special mailbag episode. Let's plug that in the middle of the podcast instead of the end of the podcast when everyone stops li- listening. Yeah. Uh, we want to do a mailbag episode for episode 100, which has happened very quickly, and it feels like we started this podcast about two weeks ago. Um, but it keeps happening every week, and sometimes Joe forgets what day it is and that we're recording and that we have to make a podcast. Yeah, that happened today. Um, <laughs> like, like I said, I haven't been outside since Tuesday last week. I don't what, know do what you... that means in terms of days currently. So... Do you just entirely base what time of day it is and what day it is on the movements of the sun you don't have to come outside to know what day it is i know <laughs> i know i'm looking at the date right like literally right in front of me now but i'm sure i'm sure you'll be in the same headspace i am once you spend six days indoors it, yeah probably you're probably right yeah <laughs> but, but but yes it has been 
an amount of time has passed since we started doing this podcast and this is episode 99 next episode is episode 100 and we, we just want to especially now jesus we just want to do something nice <laughs> So if you have any questions at all that yep. you want us to answer, whether they be magic-related or not magic-related or literally anything related... Nothing is off the table. We'll happily answer anything, yeah. Yeah, so we have a post on Facebook. We have a tweet on our Twitter account at HRFDcast. It's facebook.com slash hour of devastation? Or is it slash HRFDcast? I don't know. I should know. This is my podcast. One of it those. It is slash HRFDcast because Wizards of the Coast owned Hour of Devastation. Of course they did. Uh, yeah, if you wanted to go on that, and you can reply to one of those posts, or you can DM us on one of those platforms, and we just want to answer any questions, whether that's magic-related or not. Um, we just want to have a fun time answering some questions for our 100th episode, because it's kind of hard right now to do anything else for. Yeah, I, I think I think that's the, the key thing that I, I really want to do at the moment, definitely, is just provide for people in, in ways I can. Like, it, if, they, if that's doing this weekly podcast, if that's, I don't know, just talking to people about Magic Online, if that's, like, doing a Vintage Cube stream... I will 100% do it. I think times like this, we've got to make the most of the gathering aspect of Magic the Gathering. And while we might not be able to do it physically, thankfully we live in the future, so we we can connect in cyberspace. So <laughs> yeah, let's let's make use of those those tools that we have. You know, all those times that like boomers kept telling you to get off your phone or stop being on the internet or like wasting your time online. Yeah, and now it's literally the only way you can stop from going completely mad. Yeah. And now all those boomers don't know anything, haven't read the like, haven't engaged with any proper news outside of the one newspaper they buy every day, and are really bored and don't know what to do with themselves in their house. We won. Yeah. <laughs> so well, you know, at least I'm able to ignore my crippling depression. <laughs> I can speak to my friends, and and engage with 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 fun things and and have a sense of community. Yeah. So if this podcast is entertaining to you, if it distracts you from awful things happening, if it just, you know, just passes the time for an hour and you weren't really listening, um, I mean, we appreciate it, first of all, but we just, it's why we do it, because we hope that people just enjoy it and listen to it. And I think, yeah, like you said, we need that now more than ever. And if I had more time, I think we'd probably do lots of episodes, but um, well, we'll see what comes of it the rest of this week. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's an ongoing, ever-changing situation, so... You know, who knows? Who knows what the what state of the world will be in by the time this this gets out there? But as a the time we're recording, things are things are changing rapidly. Yep. I mean, to be fair, they're changing at the speed that they should have changed about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But we're here now, and hopefully, this has given you some kind of entertainment or enjoyment, or yeah. or you're just listening to it, thinking, "Oh, these these absolute idiots! I hate listening to this. This is awful." <laughs> and that's that's producing an emotion. And I know I listen to a lot of podcasts just to experience that emotion, and that's better than just despairing so yes <laughs> please please send us your questions yeah um, please do please do i'm sure we'll, we'll plug this again at the end of the episode yes yeah so there are other ways you can also interact with magic during these times of lockdown so you mentioned it briefly before skype magic skype magic or, or zoom magic or appear.in magic or whatever whatever you're using to stream yourself across the world or Discord, or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what you do is you get a camera, and then you point it at a playmat, and then you put your cards on it, and then you call your friends, and then they do the same thing, and then you get to play games of magic. It's kind of difficult to set up, but once you do get a good setup, it does work very well, uh, assuming you have a stable internet connection. Uh, and it's a lot of fun, because you actually get to... It, it is the best way to simulate a game of magic, I guess, in, like, including Magic Online and Arena, because um, you actually get to discuss things, you get to talk to people, um, and, you know sort of one of one of the great things about paper magic is you also get to have a conversation interact with people and hang out with your friends while doing something that you enjoy 
and and i think doing it over skype is, is the best way i've found because you know like playing arena is fun and playing magic online is fun but it's not the same as being out at a game store or at a gp playing it's an opponent having a conversation having a good time and it's worked quite well uh, obviously it's difficult to do both your cards <laughs> and your face <laughs> so you kind of <laughs> get that exact aspect um but yeah like i said we had a lot of fun we did it for like three hours of a sunday um, and it was really good fun so uh, there's also an app that i believe people are using which i will find and put in the show notes if people are interested in that that makes you you're able to use your phone to do it yeah. if you don't have a webcam because web- webcams are currently sold out basically everywhere um, including Amazon apparently uh, then you can use your phone to do it plug your phone into your computer and use that you just need to find a way to securely put it above your playmat at some kind of reasonable angle yeah so I've actually found a really good way of doing that um, seen quite a few people share it about is if you have uh, an old bundle box uh, or even like a like a deck builder's toolkit box you can make like a like a foam stand uh-huh. so again this, this is something that i'm going to link in the link in the show notes i'll tweet it out as well so you you take the the bottom of the box uh, from a from a bundle let's say like a like a theros beyond death bundle take the bottom of the box then if you put if you cut some some slits in at the end of the box about as as just as thick as, as your phone so you can pop your phone in there and then if you take the top of the box, flip that upside down, stick the, the bottom of the box with the slits cut in, standing upright on its end. 90 degree angle. Re- yeah, this is probably really difficult to, to explain. In a, in a 90 degree form. angle? I mean, that, that makes uh, yeah. sense. The black Inside bit the box, of the bundle uh, goes in the pictured bit at a 90 degree angle. That's the one, yeah. yeah. And then you can just pop your phone in, in the slots uh, as long as you, you put something in the box as well. So, like, uh, just some... Just some just some draft chaff, some commons, whatever, just to keep it a bit weighted so your phone isn't going to move or it's not going to fall over on itself if you've got a particularly heavy phone. Uh, that's a really good way just to create like a, like a nice little, I guess, tripod, really. Yeah, it works very well. I mean, I've currently just got my webcam stacked on some, some old fat pack boxes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it does do it very well. People have been doing it. I mean, people have been doing it this for ages. It's just, I guess, more people need access to that now that they can't actually go out and use their cards. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. Something that I've seen happen quite a lot for for quite a while in the the old school Magic community is webcam magic is is something that happens. Um, see, there aren't really a lot of people who play old school, but there's there's a fair good amount of people that play it globally. So they very regularly do do tournaments online, like like the winter derby and the summer derby and. Uh, yeah, like webcam magic is something that has been happening in that space for a long time. So it's really cool seeing everybody else jump into it as well. Yeah, it's great fun, and it is fairly easy to play commander games with it as well, um, with uh, with multiple people. So it, it, that's been fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to spending uh, the rest of my life doing that. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 great to do, it and I would recommend uh, doing it if you can because yeah. you also should be speaking to your friends all the time. Yeah, totally. So I haven't done it yet, but I'm definitely going to do it at some point this week. I think I'm probably going to organise like, like an F&M for this Friday, where we'll do it over, over webcams and find a way to, to run like a, like a tournament. I think it's going to be cool. I'm looking forward to it. What format are you playing? Uh, undecided currently, so I'm, I'm going to stick up a poll and see what people want to do, but yeah, I'll definitely be organising something. Do you have access to work from your home? Uh, yes, I do. But Excellent. there's also the Magic Companion app. Magic Companion app. What a great app. Yeah, it's it's fine. It does its job. <laughs> <laughs> it's another example of you just not expressing your full opinion so as not to appear too opinionated it is, it, on the internet. It is, though. It's fine. It's fi- it's it's not the best, but it's certainly not the worst. It's it's 
absolutely fine. Yeah, it does. It does work, and that's another thing you can do. Okay? So you can try and organise tournaments. You've got a lot of time in your hands. You can figure it out. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. But organise tournaments remotely. Please do not go to each other's houses. Yeah, that is one of the things that you definitely shouldn't do. Even if it's just the two of you, or the three of you, or the four, just don't go to each other's houses. Don't do that. The internet is your friend. Web <laughs> webcams are your friend. Magic Online is your friend. Please, please stay in your home. Cool, right? We've run out cool. of ideas. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Uh, is there anything else we can talk about? It's very unprecedented times that we're we're in currently, and I don't really know what the future holds for for paper magic for stores. And it it does sound quite sort of doom and gloom when you talk about it, but I I think I think you kind of have to be realistic about it. And you know, Acoria is meant to be releasing in like a couple of weeks' time. Will it? I don't know. Like, what would what would be your solution? So, so let's say there you go. There's a challenge. If you are, uh, you are, Mark Rosewater, and you've been told, well, you find yourself in the middle of a global pandemic. What would you do in in regards to like you know, the Aquaria set release and stuff, and then the rest of Magic? for this year do you think it would be reasonable to like postpone a set release yeah i think so i definitely think so um i think that's the only reasonable thing to do at this point yeah um if, if nothing else just to get the most out of your product and out of your set that you've spent loads of time and money developing and designing just to have it released to basically no real reception in terms of people playing it um yeah i think it's it's it, the only thing to do is, is to just postpone it for the foreseeable future yeah there's no point releasing stuff when people can't really play in proper tournaments or actually safely go and buy the products and open them and enjoy them they do have distribution through amazon that's true so they could you could still you could sell pre-release kits through amazon there are, there are certainly a whole load of things that they've never done before that they that they could do because I think this, this is it. I think like we're at a currently at a, at a period of time in history where like n- nobody's ever really experienced this before, so the rules kind of go out the window. So I don't see why why they couldn't do something like that if if you know if if they really wanted to. Yeah, have some sort of scheme where you can buy directly through you know from, buy directly from Wizards through Amazon, um, whether it be that. That booster boxes, single boosters, uh, bundles, even pre-release kits. Like, is that something that could be done? Because I think at this point, like, I can't imagine pre-releases are going to happen at all. No, they won't, and they obviously shouldn't. Um, uh, so, like, that's the thing: like, people people aren't going to be able to go and experience and enjoy this product um, in the way that Wizards want them to. Um, and it, it, from from what we know, um, it sounds like a very exciting set. Yeah, and I think it looks really cool. You want to maximise that, and I think. It, maybe maybe it's a nightmare maybe there's a reason they can't postpone it and do anything with it and it's sort of just all scheduled and they have to do it but imagine there's no one in the what's the office um i imagine there's all work on um future sets uh, has been postponed yeah. so i think which therefore makes it you know creates a knock-on effect for some years down the line right so i just postpone everything you just have three four five however however many months uh, of a break with releasing new sets of magic because people can't experience it people can't play in meaningful tournaments uh with the new cards and there's a chance that you know if we if we carry on sort of business as usual and then when this all passes or a courier might rotate out of standard <laughs> without actually having ever seen any play which would be a real shame so i think they yeah. sort of have to do that right um unless things change very quickly i'm very yeah. well i didn't really want to get into specifics but that's the thing like we it's an uncertain period of time so i think you just sort of have to say okay we're not going to release this um i mean you can do the spoiler if you want 
um, and show everyone all the cards. But I think they're not going to make as much money off this as they would have done previously because obviously game stores are currently shut down. Yeah. So they wouldn't be buying from distributors. I think it's a real shame as well. Like, given that this is like, it's a brand new plane, it looks like a really cool, exciting plane. And yeah, I, I don't know. I know personally it was one that I was really looking forward to. So just the fact that I'm probably just not going to be able to experience it at all is, is really kind of disheartening. Yeah, so we, we don't know anything now. Like, what, we just haven't made any statement about anything or, or anything like that. But I hope that's what they do because it would be a real shame if people wouldn't can't, can't experience it in the way that they want to. Um, so I, I hope I hope that's what happens. Honestly, yeah, and it, it makes the most sense, right? And like like I said, like you know, there can't be anyone working at Watsi currently. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, no, probably I, just I, the people who are in control of Arena and Magic Online just sort of working from home. Yeah, uh, everybody's set to, to work from home in Seattle because I know there's a big outbreak of it in Seattle yeah so um, they should be playing it absolutely and I think they probably will we'll have to keep we'll have to keep updated on, on whatever they say but it would be a shame to miss out on an exciting and new and cool and what seems very sort of off the wall set yeah, um, definitely of magic just yeah, it, 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 there's a chance that it just gets completely gone over because if this if this carries on for a few months, you know, and and people can't get out to game stores and can't buy the product, can't play the product in, product in a meaningful way, then the next set will be out and we'll just have completely forgotten about it. We won't have had a chance to draft it. We won't have had a chance to properly explore it or enjoy any of the characters or the themes or the story, you know. So uh, I imagine the best thing to do is just to postpone it and, and stop it from from happening currently, so we don't just miss it completely. Yeah, definitely. And, and what does that mean? What does that mean for sets coming out the rest of the year? Who who knows? To be I honest. don't know, Joe. It's all yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Everything's a mess. I don't know. I'm I'm like I don't I don't know if it's because, like I said, I've been in the house for six days straight now, and I just I'm just kind of disconnected from society, or if it's I, I don't know if it's something else within me. But I feel totally calm. I I kind of I think I just kind of enjoy this this bizarre state of chaos the world's in. Hoping. I mean, that's the thing. You're like feeling like that. It's kind of predicated on the fact that the world isn't going to completely collapse. Yeah. And that nothing too awful is going to happen um, in terms of, you know, not, not that the world is in any way in a state that I enjoy um, or I'm comfortable with or, you know, anything like that. But assuming we get back to some kind of normality after an indeterminate amount of time then then sure but uh man i really didn't want to talk about this too much because it is is a terrifying thing we want people to to be distracted from it and and to not think about it and even if that means you know there's not a lot of specific things to to talk about with magic particularly currently um uh but hopefully this is some kind of distraction but yeah because you know we've we've been clamoring for society to collapse as it does for, for such a long time and now that it's here i'm like i'm just kind of uneasy because i still have like electric bills to pay and car payments to make and yeah. <laughs> food to pay for you know i think that's it really like it, it all comes from like everybody's in everybody's like sure we're all in the same boat but everybody's in a different room right yeah absolutely to use uh, a, an analogy like we're, we're all aboard the titanic just some of us in different cabins <laughs> yeah and everyone's experiencing it differently right and yeah for sure it's horrible i mean you know for some people it's it's going very 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 badly um 
and for some people it's sort of business as usual or at least business as weird but everything's going to be sort of fine yeah um and that entirely depends on how long it lasts for i guess yeah uh, definitely I, I think i think that i think that's what's kind of keeping me in good spirits i think the, the fact that which i'm very very well aware that it is a position of privi- privilege to be in but i i think for me it's it's very much like business is weird but but i think i think i'll be okay but i, I can imagine people are in, people are probably in some real dire straits right now so i do i do feel for them definitely yeah uh, it's um it's an uncertain time and i think that's problem that's my problem currently it's just everything's completely uncertain uh and i don't know where i stand in terms of work in terms of being able to afford anything uh, especially magic as a luxury hobby <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it's 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 a difficult time uh, for some people it, it, it's you know it's it's still scary but it's relatively fine and they're, they're safe and comfortable um in, in wherever they are but for some people it's absolutely terrifying and they, they've lost work and potentially lost accommodation and, and they're isolated and, and all these horrible things uh, and some people are you know currently at the front line of things for front line, front line of things and providing vital services for people and and those people are incredible and vital and <laughs> must also be absolutely terrified because uh, i've been classed by the uk government as a key worker but not really i'm doing a job that kind of needs to be done but it doesn't actually matter isn't actually that important to anyone yeah um but there are some people who are you know literally dealing with with life and death and, and working tireless hours and, and not being able to to have a break from just the, the terrible doom and gloom uh so it could be worse it could be better it's it's a it's a frightening time like i said but it's yeah. a frightening time to be a human being honestly i think i think bringing it back around to magic again i think like it is important to remember that magic is a luxury hobby as well and yeah you might find yourself out of work you might find yourself you know your best best case scenario you're going to be paid 80 percent of your wage um that's something that the uk government is bringing in for for most workers um 80 percent of your wage isn't 100 percent of your wage i don't know what your financial situation is like but if it comes a time where you have to sell your magic cards there's absolutely no shame in doing that and yeah magic is a luxury hobby and there are there are totally totally plenty of ways to interact with it you know while you might not have have you have decks have cards and yeah i think you just kind of have to like take a step back and evaluate the evaluate the situation and just sort of see see where where magic as a luxury hobby fits into it all and if that means yeah you might have to sell a deck to 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 pay your bills or, or buy your food for the month and there's no shame in that at all and yeah i mean i think i think the main problem currently is it's very very hard to sell magic cards yeah, I think the avenues are currently closing down. Um, I, I know that as as to, as a time recording, the trade group for the UK has been shut down. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, in terms of selling and trading magic cards, uh, because it's not safe to leave your house and post them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically, that is true. right? Um, uh, if there are stores, if there are big stores that you can sell your magic cards to, they are still happy to buy them. Um, hopefully, those still exist, but I know it's a very hard time for them as well. Um, oh, man, there's always, e- there's always eBay. Yeah, but this eBay, thing it's like as it's, long as you can get to a post box, I guess. That's the thing; it's it's unadvisable to, um, to to leave your house to actually post them to actually yeah, sell them. True. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess okay. Maybe the best time to sell your magic cards was yesterday. Then. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, what a what a great cheery podcast. I mean, like we, we we're tr- we're trying our best. I think, uh, despite the despite the lack of news on the sort of 
magic as a whole front and what little interaction people are able to make with each other we're going to do what we can it, at times it might not be a lot but we, you know you can rely on us to be there yeah absolutely we're going to keep putting out content whether it's cheery or not <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and we're going to be at some kind of distraction and there are there are hundreds of other 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 people that are putting out excellent content to distract you to inform you to entertain you um and we we do massively recommend just checking out anything you can just go on twitter there's so many good content yeah go on twitter go on on twitch like just go look at search magic in twitch and i can guarantee you you'll find you'll find an awesome streamer or youtube there's so many cool content creators out there just just killing it at the moment and yeah, I think while more people have to stay or and, you know, are made to stay indoors, I think that I think it's probably going to be a very good time for for magic content because if people have no choice of to stay indoors and play magic and and try to get creative to stay busy, I think we're going to see some some really cool things come out of this period. Yeah, definitely. Um, if you are able to financially support a content creator, if you can commission artists, I guess if they're able to get get their their stuff to you. Um, just con- continue to consume content support people share their stuff uh, you know and not, not just us if you want to subscribe to our patreon we'd really appreciate it but we know it's a very hard time for people to to uh have have a disposable income to to give to that sort of thing um yeah, absolutely but, you know, if there's anyone that you appreciate they're probably going through a hard time as well um and if you have some kind of spare income sending it to content in the way of content creators is probably a great idea um and yeah there were you know hundreds of great podcasts about any specific facet of magic whether you like modern or legacy or commander or cube uh you know there's thousands and thousands and thousands of youtube videos to go and watch there's there's loads of streamers who are just sort of constantly online now because they sort of have to be um and there's loads of fantastic ways to interact with magic and and, and to just keep yourself entertained with with a hobby that is so engrossing and and, and has given so many great things to to so many people for so long. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, it it you're right. It can definitely be difficult to to stay positive, but I'm trying. I'm trying very hard, and like you said, we're we're going to be here putting out content, whether it's good or not. It'll certainly be out there. It'll certainly be a thing you can spend an hour of your life listening to. Yeah. <laughs> and we hope that's that's at least something. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And speaking of an hour, I think that's pretty much all we have time for this week. Yeah. We want to try and leave on this on this positive question mark note. Yeah, vaguely. If you've how how are you coping with with, with magic and isolation? Hit us up on social media. Let us know. We, we'd love to know. We'd love to interact with you. You can get at us on Twitter. We are at hfdcast, facebook.com slash hfdcast, or soundcloud.com slash hfdcast. You can find us there. Like we said, patreon.com slash devastation. If you've if you've really enjoyed anything you've heard today for whatever reason and want to support us in in monetary value you can find us there tiers start from as little as one dollar per month that's roughly 20 to 25 cents per episode we would we would massively appreciate that but we do understand like i said it's a very hard time to do that kind of thing but if if you find yourself you know you have some spare income we we would appreciate it as if if you find us entertaining or we've given you something something of value at least uh yeah you can find the podcast on spotify or soundcloud or itunes or wherever the hell apple are putting their podcasts um, if you wanted to go to one of those platforms and leave us a, a, a rating or a review that really helps us get out to more people um, I would just tell people you know about the podcast because maybe they want to listen to 50 minutes of rambling <laughs> and distract themselves as well yeah and like we said we are hoping to do a mailbag episode for our 100 show next week uh, it's going to be awesome 
it's hopefully it's going to be awesome. <laughs> but uh, we we do <laughs> we do want your questions. So like I said, send them in. Send them to us at hfdcast at gmail dot com or through our usual channels, uh, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find us. Uh, we've just mentioned that. Yeah, please ask us literally anything. It doesn't have to be magic. Absolutely. And if you want to find me on my own personal social media, on Twitter, I am at PeachGardenOaf. That's Oaf with an F. Facebook, I'm Joe Loudon. I'm in pretty much any of the magic groups. Come talk to me. I'm also streaming quite a bit on Twitch at the moment. That's twitch.tv slash PeachGardenOaf. Going to be doing some vintage cube as long as it's up. Uh, maybe I'll stream some mono red best of one arena if I'm really desperate. <laughs> but we're, we're going to have some fun. We did a draft together the other night. And it was great. It fun. was a lot of fun. I absolutely trimmed out that draft for you, and I apologise. <laughs> but we still had oh, fun. It looks great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who needs win conditions? Yeah, you can find hey, bra- brain freezes in win conditions. <laughs> yeah, but you normally have to build your deck around it, <laughs> not just play it like we did. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at snail69. Nice. Ah, oh, God knows what my content is going to look like these days, but. Um, uh, yeah, if you want something uplifting maybe don't follow me on Twitter <laughs> awesome that's pretty much all we have time for this week once again we're approaching the second hour the Godfarer has returned so we'll see you again next week on our Reduct Station